the Remarkable People podcast. Check it out. The Remarkable People podcast. Listen, do, repeat for life. Hello, friends. I'm David Pasqualone, and welcome to the bonus episode of season two, episode 44, The Tim James Story. Today's episode is truly remarkable. Tim is a guy that grew up athletic, went into semi-pro baseball, had the world by the strings, and then as he started backing off in life, he noticed he ate the normal diet, started getting some issues, scratchy elbow, stomach problems, indigestion. And then one by one, his friends start getting sick, like really sick, cancer, death, leukemia. And that was the catalyst to Tim's story. So this episode is something we all need. Tim James of Chemical Free Body is going to come on and talk to us about our everyday health, physical, mental. He's going to talk about mostly our diet and supplements, but it all works together to have a whole life. So this is a great episode to listen to no matter who you are, and it's going to help you become a better, well-balanced person. So check out this episode of the podcast, write Tim and I, hang around to the end for a special offer, and we hope you have a very Merry Christmas and even a healthier, happier New Year. And before we move on to this episode, I know you're ready for it, but let's thank our sponsors. First one I wanted to thank is Pam Heinold. Pam Heinold is a phenomenal realtor. She has been with us since, ooh, well, with us in the show since the show started, but a friend of ours and our family and helping us buy and sell homes since 2010, I believe. Pam is quiet and very approachable and smiles big. But when she gets into that negotiation table, she's a beast. So don't let her mild manner fool you. She's one of the top realtors, not just in her agency, uh, Better Homes and Gardens, Pensacola, but in the entire Pensacola area. So if you're looking for a vacation home, a permanent residence, your lifelong dream home, call Pam. I personally love Pensacola. We've been here since 2007 and I absolutely love it. All over the country, there's pros and cons and so many beautiful places in America and all over the world. But if you love the beach and just a chill life, this is the place to be. Shh, don't tell everybody, just you come down and we'll hang out. So anyways, Pam Heinold Realty, check out the show notes. And if you're interested in beautiful beachfront property or even a house outside of the community where you drive a little bit to get to the beach, call Pam. Next, creation today. We're talking about our bodies and the remarkable way that God made us. Creation today talks about from Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God. And then he brings us through the future, Revelation. So if you have questions about where did we come from? Who really made us? What, whoa, whoa, what this evolution thing? Everybody says it's true. Where, 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 why isn't it true? Or is there a way that Christianity and evolution can marry up? 
the answers are on creation today. There's books and videos and seminars and resources to help answer all these questions from a biblical world view right out of the Bible. So listen, I'm David Pasqualone. Please, we want to help you grow and just absolutely just explode in life in a good way, right? So check out Pam Heinel, check out Creation Today, and now check out the remarkable story of Tim James. Thanks, and I'll see you at the end. Hey, Tim, how are you today, brother? Hey, really good, David. How are you, buddy? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm looking forward to this episode. Um, for our listeners out there, we just gave the intro to Tim, and you're going to see what a great guy he is and how much he has to offer when it comes to health, fitness, and just overall life. But right now, Tim, we want to hear your story. They don't want to hear me. They want to hear you. So if you can share with us your story, your journey of life, your struggles, where you've been, what you've had to overcome, and give us some practical steps of how to overcome it, that'll be the first part of the show. And then we'll transition into where are you today and where are you going? So how can we help you as a listener? So Tim, take it away, brother. All right, man. Thanks. So I guess my story starts back when I was a kid. I grew up over in Eastern Oregon on a cattle and hay farm. I was hunting and fishing a lot. Um, and, you know, uh, standard American diet, um, uh, hunting deer and elk and chuckers and pheasants and all that kind of stuff. Had a lot of fun doing it. I played baseball at a high level. Fast forward to um, age 37. I was a financial advisor with the mortgage kids. It's coaching, you know, football and basketball and that kind of stuff for my kids and having a good time. But my health had waned, you know, and I, I, again, I played baseball at a high level. So I always thought I was like really an athlete. And um, even though I still thought I was, my body didn't really reflect that. You know, I was about like 38 pounds overweight. I had acid reflux indigestion. I wasn't feeling good. Um, my uh, brain just wasn't firing like it was. I wasn't sleeping well. Um, I found I had eczema on both of my elbows really bad. They were bleeding and cracking, especially in the wintertime. I couldn't wear white shirts anymore because I'd bleed all over them. I had to use long sleeve, dark shirts. And then I, you know, if I went over to your house, I, I, you know, bleed on people's walls or on the couch. It was really embarrassing. And, um, and then I had another skin issue on my shoulder. It was bubbling up. It was like these like fat growing on my back. It was really gross. So it was a little embarrassing, you know, as like started to become self-conscious of myself, not so much with the weight gain, but my skin just looked like a lizard. And, um, so that wasn't cool. And then I started really having more problems. I started bleeding rectally when I go to the bathroom, this went on for two and a half years. Um, I had acid reflux really bad. I found out later I had what was called leaky gut syndrome. And, um, and eventually I had to have a organ removed on a trip, uh, down in Northern Peru on Tumbes. Um, and I basically had to be put in a van in the middle of the night and driven six hours on a bumpy ass road to Peora, which is another big city in, in uh, Lima. And here I am, you know, I paid into health insurance my whole life and now I can't even use the darn thing. And I'm laying there in this third world country in a hospital with flies buzzing around in the light above me on the, on the examination table. Luckily for me, my wife's at the time's doctor or dad was a doctor. So he was already setting up surgery at his clinic back in Lima, Peru, which is the, you know, they got like 20 million people living there. And he had it all set up. So they doped me up and then put me on a plane and then flew me into Lima. And you should never do that. Right? So you're about right. I should have been operated on right then, but um, he wanted to take care of me. And then I got on a taxi and then right into surgery. I mean, they just pulled me right in and gurneys came out and whoop, off I went right into surgery. And um, next thing I know, I wake up and 
you know, I, I, you know, they put the mask over my face. I'm out. I wake up and then um, there I am. I'm recovering. And then I end up getting pushed back into the United States in a wheelchair. So what I learned from that experience was number and one. How, how old were you then? 37, you said? Yeah, about, yeah, a little bit, a little bit younger than that. I can't remember exactly how old I was when I did that. It's probably like 35, maybe something like that. And um, uh, so I get, I get this surgery deal and my wife's pushing me back into the States in a wheelchair. And that's when I learned that my poor health didn't affect just me. It affected everybody else around me. So I was the guy that was always trying to be healthier. I would, you know, extra protein, extra chicken in my chicken teriyaki bowl, um, drinking lots of milk to hopefully get strong bones. And then I bought this book, eating five small meals a day. I was always trying to, you know, I was interested in that, but I just never got the right information because there's a lot of it out there. It's just, it's so confusing today. Like so many people are saying this and saying that. And I had my head buried in the sand. I had an acid reflux really bad too. I was eating Tums and Rollies like they're going out of style. So when I got back, I still didn't know what to do. And then, so then I had all these problems. So now what happens is a buddy of mine on my baseball team gets cancer and Clay got um, uh, stomach cancer and then we ended up losing him. He, lo he lost like 80 pounds. He looked like somebody from a concentration camp when he passed away. He left three little boys behind from ages six to 17. So, you know, we went to church and, you know, and there was a, you know, his, his funeral and there's a bunch of, you know, rough, tough baseball players in there and we're all balling our faces off, you know? So that really was terrible. We did a fundraiser. And then a few years later, uh, another buddy of mine at age 43 gets chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is this blood cancer deal. So now I'm like, what is going on? You know, cause like these people are like my age and they're getting cancer. And, and while that was going on, there was like other, other people like younger than me that were having heart attacks and getting cancer. And so it was kind of coming on my radar now. And I'm like, wow, my grandma died of brain cancer. My aunt died of melanoma skin cancer. And those were horrible, horrible things to, to see them go through like terrible and with the chemo and the radiation and just the, this, ugh, it was just changing the bandages and stuff. It was, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, but, um, but you know, when people get older, you think they die of something, right? But when people are younger, you're in your forties or thirties and you're starting to have these problems now, now it's even worse today, but so I'm freaked out. My buddy's sick and he's like, yeah, I'm going to go. Um, they don't have much for me because when it gets bad, they said, literally, they'll just hit me with chemo. It'll knock it back. But when it comes back the second time, there's nothing they can do. And um, they'll put me on some experimental drugs and then cross my fingers and hope that they get a cure before I die. And that's literally what they told him. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is terrible. So he said, hey, look, I want to see my son, Charlie, graduate high school. Um, I want to go to Father Son Weekend. It, uh, it, he already had the whole thing planned out at, in college at Oregon State University and all that. And he goes, I got to live. So I'm going to go to this place in Florida called the Hippocrates Health Institute. And what I found out was, is that they're like this 60 year old uh, detox and nutrition clinic. And they educate you on how to live a healthy lifestyle, basically. So he's like, will you go with me? And I'm like, yeah, man, whatever you need. You know, sure, I'm in. So I wasn't thinking about myself at that point, David. I was always I was thinking about him. So we get on a plane January 1st, 2011. We fly to this Hippocrates Health Institute in West Palm Beach, Florida, which was pretty awesome because I live in Portland, Oregon, and it's, you know, cold and rainy <laughs> in January. So <laughs> I wasn't complaining too much because it was going to be nice and sunny there. Um, but we get on the plane and then Charles is like, oh, yeah, man, by the way, there's no uh, meat, no dairy, no salt, no sugar. Nothing's cooked over 115 degrees, no vinegar. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? You know, meat. I'm like, how are we going to live? You know, I'm just like, I'm freaking out. So, but I'm thinking, okay, Tim, your buddy's got cancer. Just forget about it. Focus on him. But I'm literally inside internally. I'm like, what am I going to do? You know, I'm really worried about this. So we get there 
day one, my acid indigestion has gone, right? So they just put us on these purified waters, green juices, sprouts, sprouted nuts, sprouted seeds, sprouted grains, sprouted beans, all these living foods, avocados, you know, fresh stuff. Everything you made, uh, made fun of for 37 years. Most of it. Yeah. I, we made fun of vegetarians, but this was beyond that. These were like vegans. These were like people that were, you know, plant, plant-based or whatever. So um, yeah, all the people I made fun of. So instantly <laughs> the doctors couldn't figure it out. They wanted me to go on Prilosec. I go there and day one, my acid reflux is gone. So I'm like, well, this is pretty cool. But then the detox set in. It's like, so what happens is when you go to a place like that and you go from like zero to hero and you go from this standard American diet to this pure like living food, you become like a wild creature. They're just basically cleaning out all the man-made crap that's accumulated in your body and they're plugging you back into nature. That's all they do. And, and they do a lot more than that because they have doctors and, you know, they do blood work and all that stuff. So you can see your blood and you're like, oh my God, my blood's terrible. And then when you get done, it looks awesome. And uh, so the first class was called internal awareness. And this doctor comes out and he's in really good shape. He's got full of muscles. He's really buffed. And I was like, wow, this is impressive. And, and I was like, hey, man, how old are you? And he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm just turned 50 today. It's my birthday. And I was like, what? I was like, Jesus, I thought maybe you were 40. So he looked like 10 years younger than his age. And that was the common theme around there. The people that had been working in there, that place for 10, 20 years, they looked about 10, 20 years younger than people their age. So I'm like, okay, this is, this is interesting. But I was still doubting it because I'm like, how could some podunk place like this help my buddy with cancer, help anybody with cancer when they're spending billions of dollars and there's the race for the cure and all this gene research and all these things going on. So I was still very suspect, uh, very like, you know, skeptical. And, um, but so I go to this class and he, and he basically teaches us that we, from the time we chew food until the time it leaves the body, what goes on and what actually happens inside of us. Cause we can't see it. And that our lifestyle and what we've been eating and the chemical pollutions and all these things have, have in lack of drinking water have led us to have about six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in our colon. And this is like nasty stuff. It's very high acid, low oxygen. So it breeds viruses, bacteria, molds, yeast, fungus, parasites, and, and mutagens, cancers love it. And he looked at me and he's like, Tim, you got 10 pounds of crap in a five pound bag. And if you don't get it out, you can't really be healthy and you're going to have, you're going to always struggle with your health and you're going to be more susceptible to disease and disorder. And, um, but you don't have to do that. It's a choice. So they were selling us on doing a colon hydrotherapy session or colonic. Are you familiar with those? Yes. Yes. They have different types, but yes. Yeah. You so kinda, those... you fast for a couple of days and they squirt water or well, we didn't up. fast, but they just, yeah, they do. You sit on a tube rectally and water just gently goes in and out of you and it cleans your colon out. So um, I didn't want to do it. I remember specifically elbowing Charles and saying, hey, dude, <laughs> I came here to help you, but I'm not doing that deal. But after three and a half hours and this guy's showing the insides of the colon and videos and explaining everything, I was the first one signing up because I'm like, I'm, I, I got to be completely polluted. The next day I go in there, <laughs> they weigh me. I do the deal. And then I weigh me again. I dropped 10 pounds in an hour, 10 pounds, like of this funk and gunk and junk that had accumulated in my, my colon. The record at the Institute was 27 pounds. I believe a lady had lost in one hour. She had an impacted colon. So, and most people that are around six to 12 pounds, but some can have a little less and some have more. So really scary stuff. Right? So what happens is, is that in the first 10 days, your body's going to drop about, they said about, 60 was about yeah 60 percent of all the toxins you've you've accumulated in your life and this is where they call it surgery without a knife this is the detox or the cleansing period where you're you can get night sweats like i had you can get irritable which i was very irritable i didn't want to talk to anybody by wednesday and we started on sunday 
um, I had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue as heavy metals were coming out from all the fish I was eating and probably, you know, handling farm equipment and lead, you know, fishing weights and shotgun shells and loading my own shotgun shells, all these heavy metals and things. And, um, and, you know, siphoning gasoline out of my dad's pickup, even though I wasn't supposed to fill up my, uh, my motorcycle. You know? <laughs> and I swallowed some, some one time I swallowed a whole bunch and two days later I burped gasoline. It was the worst thing ever. But um, anyway, so this, uh, you know, you, you get your colon cleaned out and, um, and, and you want to get, you want to get all that garbage out of you because it just, it just doesn't work well. Right. So that was like the experience. Um, what ended up happening was, um, I remember, uh, this detox it was, it was getting bad, uh, but I didn't have it as bad as some people. Some people had rashes breaking out of their arms. They had parasites crawling out of their pores. One lady at lunch had a parasite crawling out of her eye. So why is that? It's because when people have, live a high acid, low oxygen lifestyle and foods and stuff like that, you create a very hospitable environment for these harmful organisms. When you change to a high oxygen, high alkaline diet, they pack their bags and leave. They're like Eskimos. And then all of a sudden the sun comes out. They just like, I can't take it here. And they leave. So this stuff starts coming out. That's that surgery without a knife, right? And certain smells can come out of you too. So your body just starts dumping all this stuff. But let me tell you what. On Thursday morning, I woke up and I felt like I was 19 years old again. And I looked at Charles as we were walking back to our hacienda and I said, hey, look, dude, do you feel as good as I do? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, I said, I literally feel energy in my arms. My brain is clearer than it's been forever. I feel like a teenager again. I said, we've, we've discovered the fountain of youth. This is amazing. I'm like, I've interviewed everybody around here, dude. You're going to heal. I'm going to do this whole thing with you. I'm going to give up meat completely except for bacon. I'll, I'm going to keep that. I'll, <laughs> I'll do everything else. And uh, that's what we did. We came home and um, I started growing sprouts and juicing. And I literally juiced myself back to health in 60 days. Uh, the eczema was gone on my elbows. Eight months later, the eczema was gone on that big patch of my knee was gone. That, that fat on my back just disappeared in two months. I, I went from XLs and larges to mediums and smalls in my clothes. Had to get a whole new set of suits. Um, so I warn people like, hey, it's, it can be expensive when you get healthy because you have to change, you have to buy new clothes, which is pretty cool. But um, uh, I just felt amazing. And then I started teaching people this at my house. Um, friend came over and I, I, he, I told him all about it. He's like, whatever. But then 60 days later, when I lost the weight, everybody started like, what are you doing? You know, now they were interested because they could see the results. They thought I was crazy when I was telling them about, you know, juicing and eating sprouts and all this stuff. And I thought I was crazy too. I couldn't even believe what I was doing it, but I felt awesome. So John comes over and my buddy and I tell him this whole spiel. And he's like, wow, will you grow these sprouts for me? And I'm like, no, but I end up doing it. And then next day he brings Eric over his buddy. I tell him the whole spiel, what happened. And then he wants me to grow sprouts. So before too long, my sprout growing operation for me doubled and I'm growing for a bunch of friends. And then I started doing classes. People just started coming out of the woodwork after telling our story. And what happened to Charles in two and a half years, he healed himself of cancer with no chemo, no radiation, no surgery. And he went from bankruptcy and cancer to a successful business, thriving in his health. He's ran six marathons. I ran the first one with him in 2012 in the Portland Marathon. And that was an epic moment we, you know, completed together. Um, and then I just started telling everybody. Oh, and the best part was he got to see his son graduate and go to father-son weekend. And it was really cool. And now um, we play guitar together and it's, it's really cool stuff. So, but, um, and then for me, my journey finished, uh, I, I kind of just started teaching classes. Then all of a sudden, you know, five and a half years later, I've taught over five, close to 5,000 people have come to my home. We've taught them, taught them proper juicing and 
how to make raw living food dinners and add those into your lifestyle and how to detox and, and, and do proper food combining and all these things. And, and uh, we've got a lot of people that have healed themselves too. Yeah. And that's fantastic. And there's, you know, levels of the American diet. And what's crazy is you were ill when you said you hunted and you fished and you probably ate a lot cleaner than the average quote unquote American. So for the people who are completely eating out of boxes, eating fast food, you know, on a high stress, low sleep lifestyle, I wouldn't even want to know what's coming out of me at the camp like that. But at the same time, it's something we need to do. Yeah. So, well, I did have a lot of donuts, so don't get me wrong. And I, you know, <laughs> I was at Jack in the box and chicken McNuggets. I mean, I was doing that stuff too. So. Yeah. Now when you say you played baseball at a high level, was it coach, uh, coach college, semi-pro pro? What level did you play at? Yeah. I just played at college and semi-pro. Okay. And then I did some wood bat leagues and stuff. And then when we got older, we did some of the men's adult league where we'd go play on the spring tr uh, training fields in, in Phoenix for the major. That was awesome. Those fields are amazing. Yeah. We, we actually got to play with some ex major leaguers that I think the rule is they just had to be out of the majors for two years. So we had people that were rehabilitating and coming back up or had been out of the majors for two years. And, you know, we got to play against Cy Young award winning pitchers and it was really cool. Like Jose Canseco was in there. It was awesome. Oh man. Yeah. That would be a dream. So have you played any league ball since you've been on this new lifestyle? Like, how do you feel? Do you feel better now than you did then? Or Only one time. Cause I, you know, what happened was as my little kids, I put some, cause baseball is a commitment. I'm like, I was just like a freak show. Like I would get on two teams, sometimes three teams. I'd be like do two double headers in a, in a weekend, you know, and it's very time consuming. So after a while I started looking over and seeing my little kids over there and all of a sudden I was like, I remember like, I need to stop. It's time for me to put my effort and energy into them. You know, I don't want them to see their board running around their mom's trying to, you know, keep them, court you know they're like one and three years old and so i was like mm, yeah i need to, i need to stop so i stopped but uh, a couple of years ago a guy called me up and i'd been healthy now for a long time and i was like man i could play ball again i and i went and played catch a couple of times with people my arm felt like a lightning bolt and i was like whoa I, I wish i could but but so this guy calls me up he's one of my clients he's like hey man we need you <laughs> i'm like what are you talking about he's like we're in the playoffs and all of our pitchers are out of town with their families and We've got one pitcher and we only have, we have to win one of these two games. Can you pitch? And this was like a, uh, like a, I don't know, a 40 and over league. So I'm like, well, how fast do they throw? And he said, oh, probably average 70 miles an hour. I was like, oh, well, I could do that. I mean, I could, I could throw 75, 80 easy. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I'll do it. So I showed up, I pitched five innings and I couldn't put the ball where I wanted to exactly, you know, cause it had been too long, but I should have stopped after three. I couldn't even, you know, do anything with my arm for about a week and a half. I was sore. But, oh yeah. I can imagine, but not even picking up a ball, no practice, no nothing, just five innings. Like, so for those of you listening to play baseball, you know that those guys listening, that's pretty amazing, but um, don't ever do it. Again. Don't do it. So I should have stopped at three, but the, the point was I was able to go out and do that, you know, and I was able to hit and run around the bases and do that kind of stuff too. So and I mean, your energy level, what was that like? Like, were you Oh dude, it's awesome. I mean, I, I I'm literally like I'm 19 every day. And, and what I did was, is then I incorporated uh, concentrated supplements. I got really better at the daily detox stuff. And then I got this awesome water system that literally you get high on water and put it all together. Like I'm literally high on water. I'm high on uh, fresh, raw living foods and, and these, uh, just the supplements and stuff that we take the raw food, real food supplements. And I just feel good. And I, I trail ran this morning at you know, 7am. I was like running through the woods and the leaves falling down. It was awesome. 
Yeah, that is awesome. Now, yeah, I'm 47. About- I'm 47 today. Oh, today? Well, not not well. Oh, right now, okay. I thought you meant like yeah. today's your In actual June. birthday. No, oh, well, wow. it could be, but it's not. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question though. So you're growing up. And you're growing up. My wife's actually from Southern Oregon. We lived in the Northwest for a few years. So that is more outdoorsy and more natural. Mm -hmm. What was your perspective growing up? Like we joked around before, like the people we made fun of. And you said yourself, like, I never thought in a million years I'd be doing this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So how did you transition your mind? Was it just the fear of all my friends are dying from cancer? I don't want to die from cancer. Or how did you make that jump? Like you said, you went on that trip. You were being supportive, but it, it takes was the a trip. Lot. It, it was, was the trip. trip. Was really it was the catalyst. trip because I went full immersion. I went through that detox and then I had nowhere to go. I was there to support Charles. So for me, it was because I was helping a friend. I wouldn't have done it for myself. And I know that because I would have never set foot in that place. I was like, no way. But that morning when I woke up and I felt so darn good, I didn't, it didn't matter who you were, what doctor you were, what your credentials were saying, whatever, do this, eat that. Nobody could take that feeling away from me, David, nobody. And then I looked at Charles and I said, I commit, I'm going to do this with you because I want you to heal. And I want you to be in my life for the rest of my life. And I want you to die. So I made a huge commitment to him. And once I give my word, that's it. It's over. That's the one thing my dad taught me. So um, I gave him my word. And then, you know, a couple of years into the deal, I told him like, Hey man, if, even if you don't keep going, I'm going. Like, I feel amazing. So he's like, he couldn't believe it, how much I just took it on and ran with it and started doing these classes and stuff. But I felt like it was a moral obligation because so many people are running around struggling with their health. They can't figure this out. The medical system's broken. I mean, we spend $3.3 trillion in in healthcare in this country, yet we're the sickest human beings have ever been on the face of the earth, ever. We are sicker. So it's obvious the system doesn't work. If you go into that system, good luck. It's just not working. So, and most of the doctors, they're not really healthy themselves in most cases, because I think their, their suicide rates are even higher and it's it's just crazy. So why would I go take advice from somebody that isn't healthy themselves? Number one, Um, number two, their, their whole indoctrination thing is by the pharmaceutical companies. They're, they're writing their textbooks, right? And if when they come out, they have to follow standard of care, which is written by the pharmaceutical companies. And if they don't do it, they lose their license and all the student loans and 12 years of schooling. And so they're kind of trapped. You know, Um, I saw the same thing in the financial industry, like with mutual funds, as an example, the mutual fund managers had a prospectus and they had to, they were basically, we called it handcuffed by prospectus. So you invest your money in these mutual funds and a lot of more high fees and and they were hidden, some of them. And um, it didn't matter okay, you're seeing the economy, the economy is starting to go down. The mutual fund money manager couldn't take the money out and put it in cash or bonds or whatever. He had to just ride the airplane right down the storm, right into the dirt. And then he was, he was stuck. So he was handcuffed. He had no control of those funds. And it's the same thing. These doctors are handcuffed by standard of care in America. So they, they can only offer you, you know, they're really awesome when it comes to crisis mode. In fact, most people don't realize that Western medicine was actually born out of wartime crisis mode. You'd have a bullet hole in your chest. Or your arm got blown off by a grenade. They can patch you up and fix you, and they do radical things to do that, and it's awesome, and that's what they're there for. Emergency room techs and doctors and nurses, amazing, but for, for chronic conditions, they don't have a clue. They're putting an acid-based pharmaceutical drug into your body, and it doesn't work. I mean, look around, and like 
think about the people that or ask yourself if you're on pharmaceutical drugs or if you know somebody that is, they get on them. Do they ever get better? I mean, isn't that the whole reason you go to the doctor is to get better so you can feel good and you get on a pill and then it's got a side effect and then that doesn't work. You got to switch the pill or switch and do more. The pain med doesn't work and it's more and more and more. And then they switch. And, you know, I, I've heard story after story of people like uh, this guy, Lou, he's a retired Vietnam vet from the Navy. And he's like on high blood pressure and he's got problems. And 15 years he's been on blood pressure medication. I asked him, I said, hey, Lou, are you ever going to get off that stuff? I mean, when are you ever going to get low blood pressure and be healthy again. He's like, God, I never thought about it. He goes, I've been on so many different blood pressure medications. Some of them make me sleepy. I couldn't even work. Some of them make me, I, I can't see at night. Some of them make me itch really bad. You know, it was just one thing after another. And then he'd take this one and then they have to give him another pill to block this side effect. And it's just, a, it's stupid to me. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, we need, our bodies are carbon-based. Those pharmaceutical drugs and a lot of supplements today are acid-based. They're synthetics and synthetics are acid. Acid and carbon aren't going to work together. So we just need to get back to nature and eat things that are carbon-based that work with our carbon-based body. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. The medical system is really money-driven and they're trying to put band-aids on the problems, mm -hmm. not to heal because if they heal, then they're out trillions of dollars a year. So let well, me ask can. you this. They can't. Yeah, there's, there's only the, the, I take that back. There is one pharmaceutical drug that does and I that I know of right now. And I think it was a it was a hepatitis um, hep C vaccine. You take it and it actually kills it. But other than that, I don't know any of them that do. Yeah, there's but I'm saying they wouldn't disclose a solution like that anyways, because they lose their shirts. You know, it's like how much money is wrapped up in that pharmaceutical or, you know, you have a drug. We had a guest on that. They actually found it seems like they found a cure for HIV by hijacking genes. It's crazy and impressive, but they're like, we're coming to market with this, but why hasn't it been done earlier? It's because the pharmaceutical companies like, well, we can make you system symptom free. If you take a pill every day, then the mm -hmm. next generation's every other day, the next generation's twice a week. And they're like, they just give you a little bit better each time. So you're still a, you have to take it. You're dependent on them. And you're taking it. Like you said, your friend with blood pressure for 15 years, they're not really looking for the solution. They're looking for how they can profit. Right. So for the people at home right now, like you, like me, where does the journey start? And what are the first steps they can take to wellness? Well, I think the first step is forgiving yourself for where you're at. You know, so what I've learned when I started my coaching program and we do like one-on-one -on -one private coaching, I also have a group coaching thing where I do weekly group coaching where people come on and ask questions and um, is to realize that, you know, a lot of this is not your fault because the food system has been hijacked. The medical system has been hijacked and you're just walking into, I mean, it's like walking the plank basically. And it's just a matter of time before a wheel falls off. So, but once you get this information and you become aware, if you continue to do it, then it is on you, right? Cause there are solutions and they're really simple. So what we do is we just baby step people. This might be a good time for me to give our core four secrets. This is what our foundation to our program. These are, these are free. They don't really cost you anything except for getting your water dialed in. Um, so core secret number one is drinking half your body weight in liquid ounces of purified water daily. And that's the key word, purified. So if you're a 200-pound person, that's 100 ounces a day. If you're a 100-pound person, that's 50 ounces a day. Now, if you live in an arid climate where it's really hot or you exercise a lot, you might need to bump it up a little bit more. So what counts? P purified water, teas, 
uh, flax water, these kind of things. Uh, we like doing our green 85 juice formula with water and drinking that. That would count as your water intake, um, not apple juice, okay, or orange juice or coffee. These are acid, very high acid, high sugar in some cases. So, so that is very important. And but where do you get the water? So you have to purify your water. And this isn't the filter out of the refrigerator either. That's a filter, not a purifier. So you need either reverse osmosis, distillation, or deionization. And for the to do it on the cheap, you just get gallon glass jars, go to your local grocery store and at least get single purified water. And they'll have one of those three options. It's 25 to 44 cents a gallon. Now, beyond that, you can go to, you know, 200 to $400, get a decent purification system, or you spend 1500 or invest, whatever you'd say, and you're actually investing in your health, invest about 1500 to two grand and get a really good triple purifier. Now, beyond that, if you live in the city and you're drinking out of tap water, not only does your water have to be purified, but it has to be restructured. Why? These high pressure pipes make the water molecules so big that the, they cluster up and they become like bowling balls trying to go through a chain link fence. They just bounce off. The chain link fence being your intestinal lining, the intestinal wall. So um, you, re, you restructure them and they become like sand. They become tiny again, they'll four or five particles uh, cluster. And now they go through the chain link fence, sand just flies through it, right? And then it gets through the intestinal lining, gets into the bloodstream so your body can actually use it. Now, three years ago, I got onto restructured water and it absolutely changed my life because instead of drinking and drinking and drinking, drinking water all the time, which I do and I still do, I didn't have to pee and pee and pee and pee and pee anymore because it wasn't just going through me. Those bowling balls weren't getting through the lining. They were just going through me. Now it just disappears. And then it comes back two hours later and then it whoosh, and then I got to pee, right? That's a big difference. You're going to get, when you get hydrated with good, clean water, not only is it going to purify your body, but it's also going to help you absorb more nutrition. So you're getting about 80% more absorption of nutrients from the supplements you'll take and the food you eat when your body's hydrated properly with purified restructured water. So it's a huge, absolute game-changing thing. And you change your water, I promise you, you'll change your life. It is like sacred. Water is sacred and we need to have good water our body's mostly made of it and it makes sense to do it. And I had one lady uh, um, that dropped, David, she dropped like uh, 50 pounds in eight months and all she did was this one strategy. That's it, okay? And less than 5% of the population is doing this. So we know that there's a huge amount of improvement for a lot of folks if they take it serious. Core secret number two. Hold on, before is, you go on, yeah, Tim, go ahead. you're like, you have that high energy, man. Before you go on though, <laughs> if you did- Because of the water. That's right. So if you, for the listeners, if you do good, better, best, because everybody has a different budget, everybody has a different lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You said, you know, good, go to the grocery store, buy the gallons of water that have been purified. That's like the, yeah. the first level. What would be a solution, the next level, or then like, hey, this is the best, what I recommend if you have the money. What are a couple solutions? And I'll put show notes, like links in the show oh, notes. Oh, this is easy then. What I do is I, I actually don't even handle this part. I have a, got a gal, her name's Danusha. I call her Water Woman, and she handles this. People can get a free consult with her. She'll walk you through it, what your budget and, and figure that out for you. So if you're looking to have the best water on the planet, she's done it. And she's really cool too, because she had postpartum depression after childbirth and was miserable. And she's very highly um, allergic to toxins. So um, we met, she was like toxic free woman. I was like chemical free body guy. So we were like, you know, and we, we hit it <laughs> off and she healed herself with this, this awesome water. And then also um, uh, real food supplementation like we have. So we've, we've hit it off really good. And you can just find her at Danusha.com. I know it's hard. It's, it's, it's just Dan, D-A-N, 
ouch, O-U-C-H, and then the letter A. So Dan Oucha, Dan Danusha. It's like um, Polish for Donna. That's what it is. <laughs> it's it's hard to spell, but just go to Danusha.com. You can book a consult with her and she'll walk you through all this. She's water woman. So, and it's different for everybody. So she has all different levels and ways to help people. Okay. I'll put that in the show notes and you just spelled that out. So thank you. And yeah, then she'll welcome. have the different, like, Hey, if you're on a tight budget, if you're on yeah, a pretty moderate budget, if you have no money worries. Yeah. She's got like a $200 unit. Um, I just put one of those in for a friend. And like I said, the purifiers that go up to, you know, 1500 to two grand. And there's this, this one unit that's like five grand. So I've got like a $1,500 unit that runs my water through a $5,000 unit. I've invested heavily in that because I love myself and I dude, I feel like I'm amazing. Like when I got that second unit, that $5,000 unit, and don't think that, you know, it's, you can figure it out. You might not be able to get that one now, but at least get the water purified, then get the restructure and deal later, save up for it, put it on a credit card, figure it out. Because when you make that one change in your life, it is dramatic results. And that water can, that machine that she has can also, you don't have to buy cleaning supplies again either. Cause you just change the water buttons and, Hospitals use it to sanitize. You can clean the toxins off your produce with another button. There's a beauty water setting for your hair and your skin. And it just does, it's like, it's like a Swiss army knife for all kinds of stuff. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for taking a break, taking a moment for that. So let's go to step two. Yeah. So core secret number two, now you're drinking lots of good, healthy, purified, and hopefully restructured water. You're chewing your food until liquefied. Now, this was something that that doctor told, told us in that class, internal awareness, and he said, your teeth are there for a reason. And your teeth are the mechanical, they break the food down in a mechanical process to make it really tiny so that your digestive tract has less burden to digest. And then it goes along its way. So by chewing your food really well, not only are you increasing your body's energy to heal or for your activities of daily living, because it's not being drained by just, you know, eating your food like Garfield, like I used to. And then your body's down there working and laboring, trying to get rid of it but you have two ducts in your upper mouth and you have four ducts in your lower mouth that secrete these enzymes, amylase and lipase. And, and these break down your starches and your carb uh, uh, and your uh, fats. And so you, you secrete all these enzymes, then they go down into your stomach and in your stomach is where they're breaking down all your starches and fats. Now, for those of you wondering, what about protein? You have hydrochloric acid and a substance called pepsin in your stomach that will break that down. And then it goes along its way. And as, as Dr. Scott explained, he said it goes through that one foot magic tube and it goes from acid to alkaline and then it gets into the small intestine and then it goes through the intestinal lining to go into the bloodstream, into the cell so it can actually be used. So that's the process. And when you chew your food really well, you now have an opportunity to get um, good digestion and a simulation of nutrients. If you don't chew your food like I was, you're going to get... Um, uh, fermentation and gut rot. And what that's going to happen is those little hair-like structures in your intestinal tract are going to, those villi are going to um, not be happy with you. Basically, you're going to, you're going to destroy them. They're going to be in a, they're going to be fermenting all the time and ruin them. So that's going to cause a lot of problems. So chewing your food is the first domino in digestion. And if you don't do it, you're really kicking yourself and less than 4% of people, David, are doing that. And I learned later from Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who's like 80 years old, and it can do 30 pull-ups. So this is somebody that's like doing some pretty cool stuff. I mean, I can't even do 30 pull-ups and I'm 47. Um, he said, when you chew your food really well, you're actually stimulating your meridian points. And listen to this. I mean, hold your hats on this one. You can actually upregulate your serotonin levels, which is the happy juice by 500, up to 500%. Did you hear that? I mean, that's a big freaking deal. Like, can you know how many people are depressed? They're buying serotonin, trying to get happy. 
like this, this works better than any pharmaceutical drugs. So chewing your food really well, not only helps you improve your digestion, but you get happier because it creates so much serotonin with those meridian points. It's really cool. Any questions on that one? No, that's well, actually, yes, I do have a question. When you're talking about the different sections that God created in our body and they all have a different role, the number one surgery in the U.S. right now, or one of the top surgeries in the U.S. is gallbladder. People are getting their gallbladders ripped out left and right. I had mine ripped out because, well, taken out because mm-hmm. I had just all this kind of major problems. And then I ended up getting my gallbladder out. Does that affect what you do? So guys like me, they had their gallbladder out. Is there a real significance for the gallbladder and the medical industry is not telling us? Or is there more <laughs> things a, we need to do? Yeah, it's there for a reason. Like, but your body's very adaptive. So other things like the liver will compensate. So, you know, what you can do is like me, I've had, I've had my appendix out, which the doctor's like, that's a worthless organ. Well, come to find out it's probably one of the most important organs in the body because it actually regulates your bacteria in your digestive tract, which is part of your immune system. You know, Dr. Shiva Ayaduri came out and he did the prestige lecture at the National Scientist Foundation earlier this year. This is like the top scientists come over and he did the new model of the immune system. It's not just this hundred year old model that like people like Dr. Fauci and the medical systems based on, which is the adaptive and the innate immune system. That is part of it. Dr. Shiva brought to the table that we also have what's called the interferon system. And that means that our body actually wants viruses and it wants bacteria to come in so that it can then develop the natural antibodies for life or protections. And every time you do that, let's say a virus comes in like COVID as an example, your body is going to produce and become 1000 times stronger. Your immune system will, and it'll, it'll produce uh, variations of strength around it. So if that COVID virus or the flu virus or the cold virus, which is also a coronavirus, mutates a little bit, it's already got the solution for you. So it wants and needs that. That's called evolution. That's how we're getting stronger in nature. Um, that's called herd immunity. We want that. But the other parts he talked about was the gut bacteria and the brain. These are also things that are connected and the gut and the brain are connected. So your appendix is cut is, is attached to one of the five major components of the immune system, which are these bacteria. And people don't realize, like, I didn't know this, but our bodies are made of 380 trillion viruses, 60 trillion bacteria, and 6 trillion human cells. So we're more viruses and bacteria than human cells. Think about that. So we're like a, um, it's like a, oh, it's a symbiotic relationship. So bacteria is a big deal. So it's, it's important. These organs were put there for a reason. And to think that you can just take them out. There's not consequences. So that's one of the reasons I worked so hard on my health because I know I wasn't breastfed as a baby because I was given up at birth and for adoption. And number two, I've had an organ removed. So I've got a couple cards stacked against me and I've had a surgery, you know, so. Yeah. And that's where I was going with that. Like on your program, is there any changes or is it still your body will just adapt and overcome? Well, it depends. I mean, like our, we put people on our foundational program and then, you know, let's see how the body responds. And then if they still are having issues after six months, then, you know, we can do targeted supplementation. You know, some people, they they might need something like that or a targeted therapy, something like that. So it just, it just really depends. And um, it's case by case. All right. So number one, you got your core water. Yep. hundred hundred ounces a day for a 200 pound individual. You said number two. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So number one, you're now you're drinking lots of water. Number two, you're chewing your food really well. Core secret number three, David, is to avoid liquids with meals. Now that you've 
chewed your food really well and loaded your food with all these enzymes, you don't want to um, drink liquids. And I'm talking purified restructured water. I'm talking wine. I'm talking beer, orange juice, whatever. Because what you'll do is now you'll dilute those digestive enzymes and you go right back to fermentation and gut rot. So for beginners, stop drinking liquids. We recommend at least a half an hour before a dinner or meal or whatever, and then wait an hour after a meal and then start drinking lots of liquids again. If you have stage four something, if you are um, Olympic level athlete, or you're just trying to perform at your best or be at your best, then stop drinking liquids an hour before, and then wait two hours after you're done eating and then drink a lot of liquids again. And that's it. The only time you would do it is if you're taking any digestive enzymes during your meal, you can wash it down with just a little bit of water or even better open them up and sprinkle them on your food or just chew your food up and throw them in with the food and swallow them. So that's one of the things we do for a two, three year period is we have people on digestive enzyme mineral formula to help them rehabilitate that digestive tract and less than 2% of the population is doing that. And then the last one is core secret. Number four, do some breath work before you, before you eat. That's real simple. So take a deep breath in through your nose like this and then pause and then release out through the mouth. Just let it all out and then pause at the bottom and then back in through the nose and then suspend the breath and hold and then release out through the mouth. And you're going to repeat this process only for a minute or two, David. And what's going to happen is it's going to take your body out of fight or flight into rest and digest mode. Now, even if people don't think they're stressed out, we are today. We're very stressed out. Financial stress, relationship stress, um, career stress, kids stress, EMF stress, um, COVID stress. There's just a lot of stresses out there. So your body can't tell the difference. It thinks a saber-toothed tiger is chasing it. And the blood leaves the organ systems and it goes out to the extremities, your hands, feet, arms, and legs to fight or flight, run, get the heck out of there. And what you do by doing that breath work, you very quickly bring the blood back into the organ systems so that you can digest your food properly. Less than 1% of the population is doing this and it takes like a minute to do this. Now, how do we know this stuff works? I've been doing it myself and practicing it and I wasn't the best at it, but I'm getting better and better every year. I've been at it for 10 years. I feel so good. And we have hundreds and hundreds of coaching students that have done this and are, they're improving their health. And here's the other thing. We went world nation. We went worldwide shipping earlier this year. We're shipping to Australia and New Zealand, all over the place, um, European Union, all that places. And people will hear me on a show and then they'll order some products. And while they're waiting, they start practicing these core four secrets. We're getting emails in almost daily now saying, hey, look, my energy's up. I'm feeling better. My gas and bloating's improved. I just, I'm sleeping better. I don't even have your products yet. I'm just practicing one or two or three. And sometimes people are doing all four of them and they're already feeling better. Each one of those are game changers. When you stack them together, these cards, these wonderful cards in the deck of health, your, your health is going to transform. This is the foundation to our coaching program. That's how important it is. Yeah. And for those listening, I just got Tim's program in and it's excellent. He's got a little card and it's a magnet that comes with it. And it literally shows, take this in the morning, take this in the afternoon, take this at night. And it says, take it like with your meal, 30 minutes before, you know, it's so simple. It's a great way to do it. Thank you for, you know, sharing what you're learning with us. Cause this, this for a guy like me, who's so not detail oriented, this is a game changer. <laughs> yeah. It makes it easy. So those magnets, it's just, it's crazy. Those magnets aren't, they're kind of expensive too. 
to get those magnets. But we, we figured it was important to put a magnet there so people could just put it on the fridge and it's a reference guide. And that way they, they know how, how to take the products, um, you know, correctly. Yeah, I know for me, I appreciate it. It's a, I mean, stuff like this makes my life simple. I'm, mm-hmm. I've been looking at I've been taking the products just, you know, as a listeners, I've been taking the products for about a week now and I have, I have health issues and I have even a genetic component and Tim and I were talking and taking the greens and the, the kit that he sent me, I already feel like I'm sleeping better. And then I'm waking up a little more refreshed. And then during the day, when you get that dip, you know, the afternoon dip, I feel like I've been carrying my energy a lot better and having more energy. So like I said, I want to go full on in the program and really test it out and, and see where it brings me 60, 90 days. But just off the bat this week, it's been great. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, you're welcome, brother. So Okay. So now your friends, you're not well, your friends aren't well, you go to this life-changing experience down in uh, Palm Beach, Florida, West Palm mm-hmm. Beach. Then you come out, you start being a real student of nutrition and health. You start like really benefiting and teaching your friends. And then where do you go from there? Like what's going on with your family? Is your family on this journey with you? Or are they like, dad, you know, you're a freak. I'm eating, I'm eating deer meat still. Well, my kids were a little bit younger when this started. They're 18 and 20 now. So I guess they were eight and 10 when this first got started. And I just, I was kind of like, when I do something, I'm a hundred percent. So I didn't know how to relate to friends and family. I'm like, this is the way it is. Everybody needs to do this. And that's not how you go about things. If you want to make changes, I actually teach a class now how to, how to make changes in your life and let your friends and family know about it. <laughs> so they don't think you're crazy. basically is the title of the class. And so you don't, you know, so like my dad, he thought I lost it, not eating meat, you know, well, you're, you know, he didn't understand it. All my friends back home are making fun of me. Um, my mom didn't understand it either. Um, my wife is like, you're crazy. Um, my kids kind of had to do it because I was forcing them to do it, but they didn't like it. And, um, but seven months into it, you know, my wife's fired up the juicer on her own because my results spoke for themselves. And then everybody started calling me the healthiest person I'd ever seen. Um, I literally became super healthy. And um, from a guy that was, I, I dreaded going poop and going to the bathroom because it was painful and I would bleed. And that's why my shirt says love when you poop, because I used to hate it. It was not a fun experience for me and you have to do it every single day. And it's like, Oh my God. Cause I knew it was going to happen. It's not fun when you it's extreme pain. I would say on a one to 10, one being no pain and 10 being, you know, please shoot me, take me out of my misery. It's probably like a seven or eight going to the bathroom every time or a six, six, seven, eight. And, and then, you know, blood. Right. So that wasn't fun. Yeah. And so for, for our podcast listeners, what Tim just re- um, what Tim was just referring to, his shirt says, love when you poop. And it shows like a little guy all excited um, for, our, mm. for our video audience. They can obviously see that. But when you were at that point, Tim, in life, did you think, man, there's something wrong? I got to go to the doctor or there's got to be a, you know, something causing this? Or what was your thought pattern then? Because maybe that's going to click with our listeners. Yeah, I didn't really have a thought pattern. I was like, head buried in the sand. I hope it goes away. I was in denial. David is where I was at. Okay, so, so you so, were in denial. You knew so, there was an issue, but you're like, I'm just going to ignore it. It'll hopefully go away. Hopefully go away. Yep. Yep. I didn't know. I mean, I was a redneck. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up on a farm. I didn't know any about this stuff. And the yeah. doctor just wanted me to put on medications and do that kind of stuff. And I didn't want to do it. So I was like, I'm not, I'll just, just deal with it, you know, just suck it up. And then from when you started 
this lifestyle switch. How long was it from when you were bleeding rectally and feeling rough when you went to the bathroom to when it was like, huh, I feel nothing. I feel good, if anything. Uh, four or five days. Wow, four or five days that fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was at the Institute because, again, I went full immersion, right? I got the colonics and I got all the perfect, you know, wild, all these foods and stuff. And I came back and I just stuck with it. So day one, my acid reflux was gone. I went through that healing crisis for three, four days, felt like crap. Woke up Thursday morning. I felt like I was 19 again. I've never looked back. I mean, why would I go back? I don't want to go back. Um, It wasn't fun. It's almost like it was a whole different life. I don't even believe that. I can't even believe that was my life, but I still have the surgical scar to prove it. Um, But I, I, and, and I got photos you know, when I was all swolled up and had a big belly and my elbows are all messed up, but I don't even, I can't even, it's like a whole different life, lifetime ago. That's awesome. Now, let me ask you this. Cause I'm telling you, I have a friend who's very much into naturopathy and he's into eating clean, eating right. And he went and did those colon flushes and he wanted me to go with him. And I'm like, heck no, man. I'm like, dude, sorry. That's where I draw the line of our friendship <laughs> so, to a guy and probably even to you if somebody approached you and said, Hey, let's do this. You're like, no way. Really talk us through without, you know, detail. Like you stress the importance of it. You said you shed 10 pounds in one session. What it's just hard to mentally accept. I'm going to have somebody put something up my bottom and flush me out. Is there, is there a danger to it? Can they not really? Here's, here's what happened. I, I have a podcast called the health hero show. Okay. We just released episode um, 38. You guys can go check it. It's with Rebecca Harder and, and she's called Gastro Girl. Okay. And she has a book, you know, Saving America One Colon at a Time. And she's done over 22,000 colon hydrotherapy sessions. She's an Act One certified uh, colon hydrotherapy um, instructor, instructor level. And she dispels all the myths. So I would just send people to that episode. And she, we go through all that stuff. And the bottom line is, is like, if your car ain't running right with your body, I mean, think about it. If you're driving a car down the road and the check engine light goes on, you just ignore it and just keep driving. Like I did, like, that's what I did. I ignored it. I'm like, Oh, that doesn't work. If you do that, what's going to happen is eventually two things are going to happen. Number one, the car is going to leave you stranded. It won't work anymore. That's your body. It'll break down. A wheel will fall off. And all of a sudden you're in the hospital. Or number two, you finally put it off. You put it off. You put it off. Then you go into the hospital. And then all of a sudden you got a big repair bill because you didn't take care of it up front. Right? So it's going to cost you way more down the road. Okay. And we're not talking about your car. We're talking about your body and your life here. This is the vehicle that's going to get you through life. So for guys, you know, sometimes like me, like you got to get slapped upside the head and say, look, drop the ego and get well, because your poor health doesn't affect just you. It affects everybody around you. It affects your wife, your family, your kids, your kids are watching you. It's monkey see monkey do that, you know, set a good example for them, get healthy, you know, be ready. Um, what happens if there's a fire in the house? Can you, can you save yourself? Can you save your, grab your kids and your wife and get the heck out of there? Are you really in good enough shape? Can you do a quarter mile? Can you do one lap around a track and not be exhausted? Can you even do that? You know, I was there because I was going downhill and you got to, you got to take, you got to love yourself and you got to put that, you got to put yourself first. So as far as colon hydrotherapy goes, all you're doing is you're taking the car into the shop and you're flushing out the transmission fluid. You're flushing out the engine, getting all, you know, new car, getting the new spark plugs, new fuel filter. And then, and then the car's going to run well, and then you got to maintenance that sucker. So treat the body the same way, take it into the shop, 
clean the digestive tract out, take like our gut detox product, do colon hydrotherapy, drink lots of water. It's the best detoxer you have. Um, eat lots of fresh foods, flood your body with green juices a couple times a day, take some good high quality probiotics um, and, and, and chew your food really well. The core four secrets, do that kind of stuff. Just start there and then let it kind of work its way into your life. And then you'll go to better food choices. You'll have more energy. You'll want to start working out. You'll start losing weight or gaining weight if you need to. And then you'll start sleeping better. And the, and the thing will start tumbling in the right direction for you and your health. Now, when you talk about healthy, some people have been dysfunctional their whole life. They don't even know what healthy is. What does a proper digestive system look like? How many times a day should you be pooping? Well, when you're a baby, you eat, you poop, you eat, you poop, you eat, you poop. It's one and one. So if you have two meals a day, you should have two bowel movements. Day. If you have three, it should be three and three. If it's one, one and one, right? So um, unfortunately, we start putting people on kids on Gerber baby food and processed food and all the stuff we like. And then their digestive tract gets screwed up. So I have clients that come in and I'm looking at them like they poop once every third day or once a week. It's crazy. And I'm like, okay, let's this person that poops every third day. How many meals do you eat a day? And they're like three. And I'm like, okay, let's just take one week as an example. Three input times seven is 21 input. And every third day, you know, you're looking two to three bowel movements in that seven day period. So do you see the problem there? You got 21 in and two to three out. And they're like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Geez, that, that kind of must be a problem. You know, so I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's one of your problems. Like you got to get that digestive tract restarted again. Not only do we need to clean it, but we have to rehabilitate that peristaltic action and get that, get that gut action going. Cause if you've been eating cooked processed food your whole life, that's like bench pressing a broomstick. There's no resistance there. You're not going to build any muscle structure. You're not gonna build any strength or vitality. That's cooked processed foods. So when you start adding raw foods into your diet, that's like throwing on the weights. Now you got 225 pounds and you're banging out. And all of a sudden, if you've been doing broomstick your whole life, you ain't going to be able to handle it. Right. So when you go raw foods, that's why it's so important to chew your food well and take digestive enzymes with your meals as you're rehabilitating that digestive tract. The digestive enzymes become the spotter, like when you're, you know, doing your bench press to help you move those weights as you're getting stronger and stronger. So it's a, it's, this is what we teach over here is a lifestyle, David. It's not a take a pill and tomorrow you're better program. So that, that is a very important component is adding in the raw food slowly, but surely into the diet and, and chewing your food well and, and doing those enzyme deals. Man, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Tim. So let me ask you a couple more questions. We've kind of gone through the journey of how mm -hmm. you got where you're at today. Where's Tim going in the future? Like where, where are you headed in the future? What's next for Tim? Well, what I'm doing right now is my, my main focus is to be present and live in the moment. You know, I picked up the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, um, I don't know, about a year ago, and I keep going back to it. And living in the present. So I've been teaching people to do that. So um, what we're doing right now is I'm always on a quest. So I've kind of healed myself of all my health issues. So now it's a game. It's like, how young can I look? How good can I feel? How much energy can I have? How long can I live? But in a healthy way, right? And I want to set a great inspirational, um, uh, uh, I want to be an inspiration to my children. I want to be a good model to them. And they have, they've come back around and now they come to me for advice. And like my oldest son, he's doing plant-based for 30 days now just to try it out. Now, for those of you listening, I'm not saying you have to go plant-based to be healthy. Otherwise, the world's going to crash and fall. That's not it at all. Um, I have some clients that eat tons of meat, but we've helped them to transform their life dramatically. So like I went plant-based hardcore for like eight and a half years, no meat, no dairy, no salt, no none of that stuff. And then now I'll have... A, 
a little bit of meat once in a while. I'd say probably I'm still probably 98, 99% plant-based, but if you caught a salmon and smoked a piece and said, Hey, Tim, you want to try this? I'm like, yeah, give it to me. I'll do it. Um, I just don't freak out about it anymore, but it's very limited. And um, so right now it's, it's all about just um, continuing to get healthier and then take what I'm learning, packaging it up into programs, um, into the, our, our podcast, the health hero show podcast, and to get it out there to help more people, um, you know, kind of sift through all this chatter and noise um, online and, and, and get things that actually pr- produce tangible results for people. There was a show I saw on Netflix. I think it was last year. I think it was called The Game Changers. Mm-hmm. And it talks about the journey going, you know, plant-based. First off, I'm not sure if I'm even saying that right. If it was the right movie, I just... That's it. You're, it's that the right one. It. It's where Schwarzenegger came out and said, "Hey, I, I didn't realize what meat was doing to me." And he's yeah, plant based now. And they took the blood test and showed this is somebody on plant based, and this mm-hmm. is somebody on a diet with the athletes. Uh, watching that movie, that was honestly last year. I watched it, and it was the first time in my life I ever was like, "Wow, man, maybe I should really consider this." Is this movie pretty accurate and lining up with what you believe and what your research has found? Or are you like, nah, I think they've taken it to the wrong direction or level. No, I think they're, they're on it because here's the deal. It's like, there's so many different things we could talk about. Like there's a, I think it's 2012. There's a Dr. Michael Greger. He did a talk called uprooting the leading causes of death. And it was a great talk. He's really funny too. He's, he's, he's like a part-time comedian almost. And what he talked about on the meat thing. And again, I'm not bashing people that are eating meat or anything like that because nobody ate more meat than me. Like I went out and hunted my own stuff. Like I gutted it and I chopped it up and we, I mean, I did it all. So um, I get that whole thing. So in that talk, he said what they realized through research, it wasn't so much the meat that was so bad, but the bacteria in the meat. Because what happens when you kill an animal? What happens to the flesh? instantly it starts decomposing. It's going to break back down into soil. That's what we all do. Plants and animals, we all die and we regenerate. We're all part of this circle of life. You know, everybody's seen the Lion King, right? So the bacteria is in the meat and it's the fat in the meat, he said, that transports the bacteria throughout your entire cardiovascular system. This is called endotoxemia. So what ends up happening is when you eat meat, you create this, this endotoxemia, this bacterial load in your, in your, in your blood. And it takes about four to six hours for your body to your immune system to get all that stuff out of there. And then it's lunchtime and you do it again. And then it's dinner time and you do it in. So you're creating this internal inflammation. It's a systemic inflammation all day long. So you're, you're becoming inflamed from the inside out when you're always eating meat. And the reality is, and I, I got to look this guy up again. I can't remember his name, but this was a, a researcher at a, at a college and he's got some like super duper microscope and they were looking at tooth samples and they had tooth samples of hominids and all kinds of, you know, past, you know, you know, Neanderthals and all these people, um, uh, uh, homo sapiens. And they were looking at their teeth samples and they noticed that from the tooth samples, they could equi- no question tell that we ate mostly plants was a plant diet. And even it matched up with the geology too, because when there was years of drought, there was more pitting in the, in the teeth because of people were eating more nuts and seeds, right? Because it was dry. So we would, so, and if you look at our digestive tract and the way we like, like canines, like not canines, but like cats, 
their 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 mouths go like this they're hinged they go up and down our teeth grind like this like our jaws can do this we're grinders right we don't have big huge fangs like that we have these like these incisors to help rip open like you know uh husks and stuff like that but we don't do that the other thing is is that the animals that eat meat have very short digestive tracts and super high hydrochloric acid content so they can eat like a rotting carcass or something like that you see a dog doing it now dogs are omnivores they can do both but cats and dogs can eat something that's kind of dead a little bit and it's got a lot of bacteria in it and that acid will just wipe it out and there's no problem where we would get sick so we have a very, uh, herbivores have very long digestive tracts. So with the two samples, the low acid, hydrochloric acid content, the long digestive tract, it's pretty clear that we ate mostly plants. And I'm not saying that we wouldn't, you know, be opportunists. We probably eat some bugs and some grubs and stuff like that from time to time, or if a fish jumped out. But I mean, think about it. Before modern technology, how many lobsters was man going to eat? It's just, you know, or, or scallops, or you're going to catch a bluefin tuna. Good luck. You know what I mean? Try catching a deer with, with, with your bare hands. It's not that easy, right? So you, we had to develop tools and these other things to do that. And then we started cooking our food, which is one of the biggest follies of um, one of the biggest problems we've ever done. But, you know, and there's been research done on that too. If you look at Max Planck's research, um, they, they showed us when we cook pro animal protein, 50% of it's coagulated. It's pretty much indigestible and ruined, um, right out of the gate. So your body just has to labor to process it and get it out. And then I think it was, um, uh, what's the name of that doctor? It was around the 20, 20, 1920s. He was like a Nobel prize, um, nominee or something. I think it was Dr. Paul Kuchkoff and he was studying digestion and he noticed that every time we eat, we would, um, create a state called, um, digestive leukocytosis. So what is that? Our white blood cells or leukocytes would spike up like 200 to three, four, 500%. And when we'd eat, and then it would go away. And they thought that was a normal part of digestion until they ate food that wasn't cooked. And then there was virtually zero digestive leukocytosis. Well, so what's the big deal? Well, if you're eating cooked food and you create this state where your immune system, part of it, your white blood cells have to go deal with this food to chisel it or do whatever it is to get it out of you. What is your immune system not dealing with? It's not dealing with the cancer. It's not there to boost your immune system. So by eating a cooked food diet, all cooked food diet, you're lowering your immune system because you're taking your, you know, you got the army, the Navy, the Marines, the air force. This is your digestive, you know, your, your, excuse me, your leukocytes, your T cells, your B cells, your granocytes, your basophils, uh, all these, you know, uh, immune system cells are now dealing with something that they shouldn't have to deal with because in nature, no other species cooks their food, not one. Humans are the only ones that do it. So what I tell people is like, when I learned this, I'm like, don't freak out like I did. Just realize that you need to gravitate towards more fresh, raw, unprocessed, uncooked foods. That's it. And even better, go to living foods. So solution, you know, eat some avocados. You know, if you're, if you pick up an apple and eat it, you're, you're eating raw food. It's not that hard, you know, eat some sprouts. It's not that big of a deal to have a big plate of sprouts with your food. Start there. Start small, get used to it and work your way up. And then one day you'll have a big sprout salad like I do. And it's really delicious. So. Thank you so much. I'm learning a ton. I'm being in a positive way convicted. And it's really getting me excited about engaging more in a healthy lifestyle. And I love meat. I'm definitely a carnivore, but I really, <laughs> I've heard what you're saying and I, I don't disagree at all. And you're giving me the inspiration to really try to go plant-based. Um, one of my good friends here, when I met him back in 2012, he was 
limping and he was in his early 60s and he went plant-based he started doing uh i forget what's called like a cryo chamber in the morning and a hot steam room and then mm-hmm. jumping in his pool and so he goes from hot cold hot cold anyways you fast forward 10 years the guy looks like he's in his 50s now and he's in the best shape of his life and he has energy out the wazoo yeah and he, he went re- this he reduced the inflammation do you see he stopped the endodoc- endotoxemia that internal inflammation by getting off the meat cryotherapy and saunas all these things are lowering uh inflammation in the body right so inflammation is the precursor to disease and aging that's what was going on and what i would suggest if anybody out there is thinking well i don't know about this i'm coming out a little scared because i was scared too the doctor there took took us off the hook he's like look just do this for you know for the people coming to the hippocrates health institute these people have like cancers and stuff like this he's like look get well do it for a couple of years heal yourself and then you if you want to you can you know you can go back and you know, have a little bit of cooked food and this stuff, maybe 10, 15% of it can be cooked food and maybe a little bit of fruit and all this stuff. But so what we teach our clients is let's get the foundation in place first before you even think about changing your diet. But if you want to, and you're at that point, just do it for 30 days. Give yourself just a window. You know, if you, if you're going to live 50 or 60 or 70 or 80 or hundred or 100, 200 years, whatever you think you're going to live, What's the big deal to take 30 days and do and try plants, but try to do it right. Don't go to McDonald's and have French fries every day. You know what I mean? Try to get some really healthy foods and try it. And what we found out is that if you do it for 30 days and then after 30 days, what I want you to do is I want you to go celebrate, go have a pizza, have some Haagen-Dazs ice cream, and then call me the next day and tell me how you feel. What happens <laughs> every single time is that people feel amazing they're, they're feeling better than they felt in a long time. Maybe not in the first few days because there's a little bit of a detox process. But after 30 days, they're feeling awesome. They go have a big hunk of chunk of meat and some baked potato with all the fixins, you know, the butter and all that. And then a piece of pie and some ice cream. The next day they wake up and they feel like they've been hit by a Mack truck. And now they got it because it isn't me telling them. It's them feeling it. They know what had happened. They got clean. They put that stuff in their body. And it's not to say that they won't ever have that stuff again, but they realize, like I realized, that food does matter and what you put in your body does matter to your health and how it's going to make you feel. Yeah, you're 100% right. Once again, I remember when I was 18, I had a tumor in my head. So I went completely no sugar, no dairy for two years. I felt great. And then we got stuck in a blizzard. And the only thing that was open was McDonald's. And I ate a burger. And all I could taste were sugar and salt because for two years I was clean. Mm-hmm. And now, man, I could eat like junk food all day and I barely taste anything. But because I went pure for those two years, I couldn't believe how much sugar and salt was in that burger. I couldn't even eat it. But let me ask you one more question. Help me out. Help all the listeners out. We've talked about meat and we've talked about um, taking these like the green 85 and you know, how it's great for you, but talk about the junk food we eat. What we eat a chocolate cupcake. What's that look like in our body? What's that do to us? That way we can kind of want to avoid it. Well, I guess the question is, is would you eat, um, plastic and chemicals? That's the question. Well, that's what's in that stuff. Like the dyes is an example. Um, I, I mean, I have it right over there. Well, I don't even need to go to it, but I did a, A few years ago, I I did some research on Easter egg dyes and, you know, you'll see it on the back FD five, yellow, blue, you know, you see that blue five dye and all that stuff. Those things are so bad. They actually cause cancer in people. 
and they cause all these other problems. So there's, there's food dyes. Um, we have a manual called the chemical free body shopping guide and it shows like the worst things to look out for. Um, and there's, you know, nitrates and nitrites example is another thing. They put those in meat. If they didn't put nitrates and nitrates in meat, when you go to the grocery store, probably about 40% of the meat would be gray in color. Would you buy it? No, but it looks red because they put this crap in it. Um, another thing is like, you know, kids cereals. This one really frustrates me because we're giving it to our children. They take a, a wheat seed that was grown, that's been genetically modified. It's been hybridized. It's grown in nutrient deficient soil, sprayed with pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, larvicides, chemical fertilizers. They take it in its dormant state, grind it up into a powder, and they add sugar, salt, and yeast. And then they flatten it and they make cornflakes out of it or whatever. And then they, they literally goes on a conveyor belt and then and they spray these synthetic chemicals on it that are supposedly vitamins. I don't know how a synthetic chemical could be called a vitamin, but they call it that. And they call it enriched. You'll see it on the, the thing that says enriched on the cereal box. Enriched. Yeah. Or they say flavor, natural flavors or natural yeah, flavoring. Yeah. yeah. Natural flavoring for 70 years means that by law, 10% has to be natural. 90% can be a toxic chemical. And usually it's pretty much that ratio. So if you see natural flavors, don't walk to the door, run. You never want to buy a product with that. Like look out for things for like dextrose or anything ending in OSE. That's just a cover for sugar or maltodextrin. That's a sugar. Um, you know, it's just, dude, it's like, there's just go simple, go back to basics, you know, instead of buying um, uh, stuff like uh, sweeteners and stuff and, and cereals, just, just buy things that are simple ingredients. Like one thing, like sprouted rye kernels. That's it. Just get something like that. Eat that. You know, just have an avocado or eat a tomato. You don't have to like eat, you know, 25,000 things. If, if it says in the ingredients list and it's so thick and it has words you can't pronounce, you probably don't want to eat that. Or if you see it advertised on TV, you definitely do not want to eat it because big corporations pay for those ads because they work. They program your subconscious mind and then you go home and you buy tricks cereal for your kids, whatever. And the only trick is, is that they just took money out of your wallet and you're, and you're, you know, feeding your family into the medical industry, which is then not going to help you either. In most cases, there are a lot of good doctors out there. So I don't want to think I'm poo-pooing all doctors because there are some really good ones. No, I know. I know what you're saying. Usually I always thought the statistic was out of every 10 doctors, you got about two complete losers, you know, mm -hmm. six average and two stellar stars. So that's my take over history. Well, Tim, listen, I appreciate you on the show gave us a bunch to think about a bunch to take action on. And like you said, your four core keys, that's something we can all do at home right now, starting today, but in your story up through today, where you're at, have we missed anything that you want to talk about? I think the number one thing is just, I'd leave the listeners with this is just put yourself first. You know, it's kind of that old age, <clears throat> excuse me. When you get on the airplane, airplanes crashing, put the mask on yourself first, then do the child take care of yourself because if you put yourself last, I see this all the time with people that come into our coaching program, they put themselves last, the check body lights going on, it's flashing, they ignore it. And then a wheel falls off and they're in the hospital or they can't take care of the family. Now, especially with women, they do this a lot. Guys will do it too. But um, why not put yourself first and, and let your children see that. So I'll give you an example. Like I, people ask me, what's more important you or your kids. I'm like, hands down. There's no question. I'm more important. And they, people look at me like I'm some selfish SOB. And I'm like, no, 
Uh, the reason I put myself first is because I love my kids. I will jump in front of a, a car. I will take a bullet for my children. But the reason why I put myself first is because I want my children to put themselves first. That's why I do it. I lead by example. Mama bear scrapes the, the log and finds the grub and shows baby bear what to do. That's how we should be teaching our children by example, not by doing one thing and telling them to do another. Right. Um, so that's something I'm very adamant on and I encourage people to do it, put yourself first. And then, you know, again, your, your poor health doesn't affect everybody. It affects everybody else around you. So please love yourself, love self and put yourself first and be an example to everybody and be an inspiration. And no matter what anybody says, just stick to your guns and, 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 and love self and it works. And your kids, now you're giving everybody in your, your family and your loved ones permission to change. Not that they will, some will, some won't, but at least you're giving them permission to do that through inspiration. And it's a much better way of doing things. Amen to that. Now, if our listeners want to get a hold of you, what's the best way to reach you, whether it's just to talk, to do con coaching, consulting, try your product line? Wh how, what's the best way for them to connect? The, the best way is just go to our website at chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. And if you want to get some products, just go to the products tab, scroll down to the savings bundles. That way you can get a discount. And then, you know, you can start off with like the jumpstart bundle or do what I do on a monthly basis. I take the total energy and detox bundle. And then I also take our alpha energy product because that's, um, that stuff's awesome. But, but, you know, or anywhere in between, just grab something that, that you know, um, speaks to you that, you know, I like that bundle, that one fits my budget or whatever. And then when they go to checkout, if they type in the code RPP for the Remarkable People podcast, RPP, they get an additional 5% off. So you get like a double discount. All our products have a double, it's, we have a double your money back guarantee. So it's a pretty strong guarantee. They're real food. There's no chemicals. There's no synthetics. Um, they're all wild crafted air dried or sun dried under 110 degrees to keep the enzymes active. It's just nature in bottles. That's all it is. And they're tools. They're part of our toolkits. And um, there's that. They can also follow me on the Health Hero Show. Uh, there's a link on the website for that. Uh, the Health Hero Show, or it's on all major platforms. There's a lot of free information there. I suggest episodes two, where I go deep into detox and nutrition and episode seven, proper food combining. Those are a couple of good ones to start with. There's a bunch in there. And then I, I, I interview a lot of really cool people. Um, um, other than that, I mean, that's probably the best thing. If they want to get a free coaching session, that's on, just click the coaching tab. They can do that or join our group coaching. That's, that thing's taken off. I mean, I've got so much value in there. Dr. Treadway comes on once a month, um, every Wednesday and he, we talk with the doc. Every Wednesday, I go live 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. I do live Q&A with our group. New people come in. We get them started. They become part of the family. They get access to all the stuff where I buy all my stuff. They get um, they get into a, a blog, another coach in there. She does Toxic Free Tuesdays. I mean, we've got $2,500 worth of manuals in there. I've got the Gut Detox Guide, uh, the Stop Smoking Protocol, Tim's Bath Recipes. I mean, I've got all kinds of stuff in there. I've got Candida Protocols. And they can have instant access to that through our group coaching. That's just another product um, under the product tab. It's just says Tim James private coaching. They check out. It's like, that's it. You know, there's all kinds of ways to, to start with us. And, um, but most importantly, just, uh, you know, do something, you know, whether it's with us or somebody else, just, uh, you know, get started and, and, and love self and, you know, worst case scenario, do those core four secrets. And I promise those will work for you. 
Well, that's fantastic, Tim. Thank you so much for being here today. Mm -hmm. Listeners, reach out to Tim if you have any questions. Uh, if I can help you in any way, please let me know. Also, hang out for one more minute after this podcast. We've got another special offer for you. And don't forget, go to Tim's website, use the promo code RPP, not only get better, but you also get 5% off. So Tim, thank you so much, man. You really are a remarkable <laughs> guy. And I look forward to maybe meeting you in person someday. Awesome, David. Thanks a lot, buddy. No problem, man. So have a great day. Listeners, we'll be right back. And Tim, thank you so much for being here. Bye. Was that remarkable or what? The guy goes from being sick and ill with his friends to visiting that institution down in Florida, and he gets healed, and he keeps going, and now he owns Chemical Free Body, and he has the supplements and the coaching and the menus that you can use to also be well. So check out in the show notes. Don't forget to utilize that 5% discount that he's offering that you can double up on with the packages that Tim offers. Great stuff. I personally just started using it and I've already felt a difference. So we'll check back and say six months and see where we're at, right? But I'm at the beginning of the process and so far, two thumbs up. Also, don't forget, use Pam Heinel Realty. If you're looking at Pensacola, buying, moving, selling, getting a rental investment property, and then creation today. Go online, check out the show notes. There's a special promo code in there just for you. All right, we love you. Thanks for listening to the show. Catch you for the next episode and season three coming up soon. Bye. The Remarkable People Podcast. Check it out. Remarkable People Podcast. Listen, do, repeat for life.